What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the voice of Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. Hello. And Jared Buckendall. It is me sitting next to Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese in the house? Oh, man. Yeah, Richard Cheese is here on the piano, tickling those ivories. Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shouts out Richard Cheese of yep. Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar fame, right? Mm-hmm. As well as probably others. Um, we, of course, are socially constipated. This is our weekly show. Thanks for coming back. Um, there's a lot to talk about this week. We got a shitload so of topics. Much. We're going to play some games. Uh, there's a lot, so I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, uh, linger too long in the intro. Other than to say, um, we want to make sure that you guys know to go out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. You can link to all of our social media profiles. You can see every episode that we've done. Uh, you can join the mailing list. You can become an anchor wanker as well Wanker. if you want to kick us a couple bucks a month keep the show going and growing big shouts out to all of our existing anchor wankers and we are looking forward to seeing you all live very soon i think by our next episode we'll have a date for you um, on our next live entertainment outhouse episode which will be coming up soon so looking forward to being with all of our wankers and everybody else you don't have to be a wanker to uh, watch that live show but keep an eye out of course that will be over on the uh, jbuck studios youtube page which I don't think I have a thing for on this soundboard. Nope. Just hit the dot com one. There you go. Uh, here, I'll hit this one. Squirrel nuts! Yep. There you go. Uh, so keep an eye out for more details. Again, sociallyconstipatedpod.com is the place. Um, and our social media profiles. So don't miss all that. So we're going to fire right into the show. And Do it. If you've been here before, you know that... By firing into the show, what we mean is we're going to hear from the Iron Sheik. Let's get into some Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik was preparing for his 4th of July uh, festivities uh, on the 3rd of July at 8.59 p.m. Uh, He was uh, anticipating what my favorite part of the 4th of July is, and that's the 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 annual Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Ooh. Iron Sheik uh, had to uh, give a little bit of a uh, a warning to Joey Chestnut. He said, uh, "Joey Chestnut, take it fucking easy on the jabroni hot dogs, Bubba." <laughs> <laughs> uh, spoiler alert: Joey Chestnut did not take it easy on the fucking hot dogs. Oh man, Bubba. I'm so excited. Uh, more on Joey Chestnut very soon. Uh, he's he's one of our topics today, actually. If you don't know why, you're about to be very surprised. I will tell you that. But Joey Chestnut was champion again at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition. Um, big 4th of July holiday tradition. Uh, Seth and I were in the Boundary Waters in Minnesota uh, for the start of our 4th of July, um, which we'll talk more about in a second for a, a bachelor party of a friend of ours, Tom, who happens to be an anchor wanker. Um, Jared, you got into... What was it you said? You were you were out partying, hitting the scene in Des Moines, uh, celebrating our independence for the fourth, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily partying, but a very very packed weekend. I did some biking, uh, uh, drink some beers on that day, uh, watched yeah. some fireworks from a rooftop. It was a uh, you know kind of everything that you would you would like on a safe Fourth of July. No uh, losing hands, no losing loved ones. 
uh, dogs were not barking, uh, scared of the random uh, fireworks. I did see a funny, <laughs> uh, a funny tweet that made me literally laugh out loud. It was, uh, "Your Fourth of July is my cat's nine eleven." So that was very. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay. So yeah, kind of uh, did did some things, ate some foods, drank some beers, watched some fireworks. That's a classic holiday weekend, uh, chef. I don't usually do this, but. Can I submit a couple of chic tweets? Ooh. Because there's there's one that I saw and I, I can't remember it, so I just pulled up his site and I can't even scroll back to the one I was looking for. There's just gold in these here hills. Um, <laughs> this one says, uh, so this is uh, this is podcast interests colliding. Uh, it says, Carlos Santana, I love you, Bubba. You the best. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just Hell like yeah. the ocean. Just like the ocean. <laughs> I think Carlos Santana, I think he might be sick or something. Like he's in the hospital or something like that. So Uh-oh. that might be why he, uh, you know, was tweeting at him. Well, if that's the case, we, we definitely uh, wish the best for, for Mr. Santana. I hope any operation he has goes smooth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man. I was. You beat me to it. I was I wasn't gonna get there. You got you got to the good one. <laughs> Hopefully he can get past it all and uh um Fuck I lost the line. <laughs> oh no uh... Alright, there it, it's gonna be and I thought about it, but it's not gonna be as good now. Uh hopefully he can get past it and then forget about it. There you go. <laughs> 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 dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh man. Well, the Sheik, occasionally, though, to, just to be fair and balanced, occasionally the Sheik says some shit we don't agree with. We are big Santana supporters. But the Sheik today says, fuck the hashtag National Fried Chicken Day. Ooh, uh, no. I've got a little bit of an issue with that one, Sheik. Uh, you're not going to get a lot of support on this show for that one. He put up also a, I don't know, the apparently there is a... Um, site or something that's doing betting odds on the next presidential election in 2024 (laughs) already i guess and they have on here the iron sheik at plus 500,000 to be the u.s presidential election 2024 winner that'd be amazing (laughs) which i'm pretty sure is impossible because he wasn't born here so i wouldn't i wouldn't take those odds but if it somehow happened um you'd be a big money winner he says don't be a jabroni hashtag sheik 2024 and the last one, Seth, this is a trivia question, so I want to ask it of you because I think you'll know the answer. Hulk Hogan is a, A, no good motherfucker, <laughs> B, big time jabroni, <laughs> C, a good man, or D, only the first two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that when I was scrolling through tweets earlier that he fucking did a poll. That's I mean, awesome. it's, it's definitely only the first two options. Iron Sheik, uh, multi-medium hilarity. It, I, I will caution you against it because I just did it and uh, rabbit hole for six Sheik tweets. But if you yeah. do want to read more, you can go to the underscore Iron Sheik. Otherwise, just come on back next week for uh, more Sheik tweets curated by our very own Seth. Come on back, y'all. I call you a punk. All right. Well, let's move off of the Sheik and uh, have a little fun with some game time. Uh, Chef has a new, not a new, uh, uh, another edition of a game that we have played uh, a few times in the past. 
This one is called Phrased Out. I'm phrased. I'm gonna do a phrase game. Oh, yeah. All right. I was gonna replace this on with that. Okay. <laughs> what is a phrase? Doink, doink. Sorry, Dad. Squirrel jam. All right. Phrased out. Reminder of the rules here. I have three phrases uh, that are just completely random phrases. Two of the phrases are made up. One of them is correct, a real phrase. You guys have to decipher which one is the real phrase. Got it? Got it. Good. All right. First phrase, a hungry bear does not dance. (laughs) Second phrase, driving a clown car without a red nose. Third phrase, those who seek fortune never fill their chest. Hmm. Man, I love the clown car one. Driving a clown car without a red nose. Hmm. So does that mean that's, uh, like you're an I imposter, you're doing a thing and it's just you're not you're an imposter or you don't belong? I think yeah. I think it's not belonging or, you know, the way I would look at it is uh you don't quite fit in. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> Cuz there's about 18 of them in there. Yep. Ding. There you go. <laughs> So a lot of times they all seem very like wise and poignant. These all seem very silly. Silly, yeah, very silly. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out which one sounds the least silly. I like driving a clown car without a red nose. What's that? The ha- the ha- the hungry bear doesn't dance. A hungry bear does not dance. Driving a clown car without a red nose. Those who seek fortune never fill their chest. Uh, okay. Does the hungry bear doesn't dance? Is that something that's uh, you're missing something in life? You're you're potentially like depressed, so therefore you can't fully enjoy it. You're craving it something, if you will. It could be that, or it could be. Um, he just doesn't have the energy to dance. Well, I think it's if you see a bear dancing, <laughs> he's he's just had a salmon. Yeah. So if if a bear is dancing. What, I, what I'm trying to arrive at is, if you see a bear dancing, don't trust it, because he's trying to attract <laughs> you in and eat you. But I think it's the reverse of what the saying says, so I, I think I'm on the wrong track there. So maybe you're right, maybe it's a... But why, would the, why are we assuming the bear does dance at all? Yeah. These are the questions. Because I'm almost certain a bear that is fully fed doesn't dance. No, he'd be too full. It's like, it's like swimming. You gotta wait an hour. <laughs> yeah. He's got to lay on his, float on his back in the river and sing the Bear Necessities. That's mm-hmm, what you do mm-hmm. after you eat. The Bear Necessities. I don't Ooh. understand. The fortune, the fortune rings a bell of the chest. Is that the last one? <laughs> those, who see, those who seek <laughs> see fortune, fortune never fill their chest. So I have a guess at that. I think that one might be like a, a double entendre. So you'll never fill your chest as in you'll never actually get the treasure. So you won't be able to put it into your treasure chest. But also if you're seeking fortune... You won't be able to fill your heart and as your chest as in your heart and so you'll miss like you won't wow. be fulfilled you know how my brain works it took both of those and thought putting gold coins into someone's chest <laughs> truly i'm not even lying that's the, and i was like that doesn't make sense at all <laughs> well that one's that one actually does feel right on if you if you seek fortune 
then you maybe do stuff your chest. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty common. <laughs> oh, man. If someone had gold stuffed into their chests, that would be quite the, uh, would be quite the thing. Oh, mommy. I have no fucking clue. I'm going to have to stab in the dark. Jared, do you have an educated guess here? Uh, not a clue. Um, I want to say that it's, uh, I want to say it's the clown car one. Then I'm going to say, I'm going to say the bear. I have no clue what it means, but it, let's give it a shot. <laughs> one of you is correct. <gasps> the correct answer is a hungry bear does not dance. Uh, <laughs> all right. Man. Loser, <laughs> loser. It means. I, what does it mean, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got you've got to get paid to do good work. Oh. Okay. So if I'm not getting paid well, I do a shitty job. Oh. Uh, yeah. If he's hungry, he's not getting paid well enough to dance for you. I mean, uh, this. Okay. So this website that I find these on does like I think I've talked about it, does artwork for all of these, and mm-hmm. uh, this one is. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of what you guys mentioned earlier. It's like a bunch of people in a club. There's even like a little DJ. And there's a bear in the background holding up a, a man who is like screaming. And he's What? <laughs> <laughs> so the bear's not even, he's not even going to like sit on the sidelines and just not dance. He's going to actively eat guys. Yep. If he's hungry. Exactly. I suppose that makes sense. Hmm. Well, there you go. If you're uh, if if anybody happens to be entering into any negotiations at work or anything like that, uh, let him know uh, this bear's too hungry to dance and get that money. Show me the money! <laughs> Got some more wisdom coming down the pipe for us, Seth? No, I'm all out. Took a lot of work to get these. <laughs> oh, it's a one-round game. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, "Wait, is this a triple rounder?" But that's uh, that's the uh, the Factually whole cl- slogan. Oh. I think I'm coming and up with nine like. phrases every time, or I guess technically it'd be six phrases every time, but yeah. a lot of work. Well, fuck yeah. Well, in that case then, uh, where's my LeBron? For three for the win, yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! We do not would... often win phrased out because of Seth's crazy ability for poetic uh, flair, but uh, I, I, I'm proud of this victory, I will say that. I know, I know people, you know, time is valuable out there. You're, you're listening to this podcast, but I really would wonder and want someone to go back and tally up what the score is that <laughs> has the most points between the three of us. Because, Seth, you've won quite a few just by stumping us. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I would say, like, I won, but, yeah, I definitely have stumped you guys a lot. But, Cody, you've been on a run, I feel like. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. It's so hard to remember week to week. Like... <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Maybe we should start a spreadsheet or something. We, we could do like a, uh, maybe like, I don't know, we'll come up with a reason to have there be like a sp- special 10-week series where we tally the games and we can have a game king or something. Like Maybe we'll have to come up with a reason to, to do that. Because um, I am also curious, but I am, there is no way in hell I'm going to go back through all of that <laughs> 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 and try to find out who won those games. That would be a lot of work. So let's just say I'm ahead by, I don't know, 20 or 30. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that LeBron sounder, we were chatting over this last weekend, and um, I was talking to some... I don't remember whether you were right in the area or not, Seth. Yeah. But I was talking to someone about um, some of my favorite sports commentators, 
And I was kind of doing a little impression of each of them. And without thinking of it, I did that exact sounder. And I think I did a very excellent impression of it. And people were like, holy shit, you sound just like him. And I was like, with all the other like commentators I had to do, I had to make up dialogue, but that one I had locked in and I heard it so many fucking times that I was able to do it pretty well. Um, So if you start hearing a bunch more sounders uh, uh, that don't seem to make sense, I might just be working on an impression. So (laughs) don't forget folks, uh, a hungry bear does not dance. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I think there's other, the other wisdom is worth paying attention to too. If you're going to be in a clown park, if you're going to be driving a clown car, put the fucking nose on and, uh, if you're looking for money, make sure you get a tit job. You know, very important things. Fill that chest up with uh, this week's phrased out. What is a phrase? Doink, doink. Sorry, there are a lot of things from the last couple of weeks to catch up on. So we're going to hit a bunch of headlines and topics in this week's bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. No toilet. Seth, I, I, I don't want to bury the lead any further on Joey Chestnut. Um, he, you probably have the numbers, and I, I know we've got a clip that you're going to set up. Uh, another legendary performance uh, for the champion of hot dog eating here in America. Oh, not he's the champion of hot dog eating in America. Grand champion. <laughs> he is, uh, I mean, he's the all-time winningest athlete of all time. I said all-time twice. Because <laughs> he's, he's he's all time all time. I mean, if you look all time, he's he's the all time leader in in all time wins, all time championships. Yeah. Do you he, think he's one of the top athletes in like, I guess still you know doing his athletic abilities? Hell yeah. I I mean, and this might be his most heroic heroic performance yet. Uh, okay, please year. lay it out for me because I don't know anything. So this year was the return to Coney Island. It's been uh, last year they did it like a baseball stadium or something because of COVID. This year was the return to Kobe, Coney Island. Everyone's back, Jim <laughs> Comey Island. Um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Coney Island. Everyone's back, but unfortunately this year Joey Chestnut uh, had a little bit of a foot injury. He had a messed up tendon, so he wasn't able to walk out amongst the crowd. He, oh no! Um, instead. You know, everyone else came out, got their introductions, and then Joey Chestnut, like the the heavenly hot dog eater he is, <gasps> rises from the center of the stage on a lift and rises above all of the crowd. Hurt foot and all, waves to the crowd, gets pumped up, comes back down, and starts to eat the uh, delicious treat that he loves the most in a Nathan's <laughs> hot dog. Like he's shoving them down his mouth, all wet and full of whatever condiments he wants on there. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, oh no! All of a sudden, a uh, a pita, you know, the protection of whatever the pr- protection of ethical treatments at, uh, animals. Is that what they are? Um, people for uh, the ethical treatment people. animals, or yeah. people eating tasty animals. Either way, yeah, exactly. they're uh, delicious uh, bread wraps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, PETA. <laughs> uh, a representative from PETA, a protester from PETA, uh, with a black mask of some kind on, runs up on stage and tries to uh, grab Joey Chestnut in his arms. <gasps> Not knowing that Joey Chestnut, being the best athlete of all time, is in top physical peak condition, even with 
a messed up foot. And he ripped this guy and started choking the fuck out of him. That little guy who uh, does the announcer comes in. He yeah, does like all the yeah. He comes in and helps him out. Sorry to We've interrupt, but, clip, but yeah, okay. Right, I was right. thank thank you because I is this during like he is like twenty five dogs in and then knuckle sandwiches this guy while eating hot dogs still. <laughs> the guy you'll see it the the and we'll link to this by the way um, for the folks at home. He definitely like wanted to get his protest off and get it seen by people because he intentionally tries to get in front of or next to Joey Chestnut because obviously that's where the cameras are. But a part of me wants to think that he just has so much respect for the hot dog game that even yep. though he wants to protest mm-hmm. it, he doesn't want to interrupt the flow of, uh, <laughs> you know, Chestnut Joe. Because <laughs> at first I thought you were talking that, like, uh, it ruined his flow and he was, like, 30 dogs in and they had to... That would have been true. Which, which I don't even think you can start over. No. And, and I don't think there was a threat of, like, him not winning. I, I think he won by whatever he usually wins by like 20 fucking no yeah he won by 20 but it wasn't quite as big of a performance this year he didn't he didn't i think this year was a lot of hope for 80 dogs and uh came up short at i think 63 or two has has anyone gotten close to beating him oh no no to beating him no i was gonna say where is this hot dog phenom that's just you know like a small chicago outskirts town just chowing down portillo's daily you know he's out there the next yeah he, he's gotta that's be. what's so exciting to me about this whole thing is the next champion is out there somewhere and they just keep getting more outrageous with the champion. joey chestnut entrances like i don't know if they're gonna show it in this clip jared but he was 20 feet above the stage oh, it was so hot <laughs> it was like, insane it was, it was awesome it was like there weren't even other people there um, oh, i and, and so someday, one of those people who is just getting completely ignored while they bring Joey Chestnut out is going to beat him. Like, or he'll retire, and it, that would be very yeah. cool. If I were Joey Chestnut, you got it. You got to go until you get beat. Uh, but I, someone I else think, is going to do it. I think there's two ways. There's there's no – there's. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Chestnut. There is no retiring. You have to either be beaten or die on <laughs> or the stage. Or die. You <laughs> have to die as the fo- hot dog phenom. Yeah. <sighs> Go the way of... Uh, he, he would around. definitely be the greatest world champion. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Okay, so here is a clip from ESPN. Uh, they're talking about Joey Chestnut's historic 15th hot dog eating contest title. If you remember Takeru Kobayashi, who's very famous, he only ever won six. So, like, Joey Chestnut has been running away from him for, like, a decade. Um, so this is a guy, as Seth said, uh, the one of the better competitors ever to grace American sports. Uh, here's ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes right back into finishing the dog. Like He's got it in his mouth, throws the guy down, and then right back to the dogs. <laughs> wow, so I didn't even think about that. There was a lot of money on the line that that guy screwed over then. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of... Because, I mean, sports betting, legal sports betting, is pretty regulated, and hot dog, hot dog yeah. eating is it not a lot of sports, but sports books. But uh, yeah, they a lot of them gave refunds for <laughs> absolutely choked the man. Um, they a lot of them gave refunds because I think the over under is like seventy two or something or seventy one and a half hot dogs. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, I mean he was well under that I think. Uh, just maybe you know because of that, um, that whole thing. Uh, but yeah, it's 
it's crazy. And so he, like I said, he was doing this with the fucked up foot, and he he talked on an interview afterwards too. He wasn't on painkillers either, because painkillers make you constipated. <laughs> so, oh no! So he need he can't have that, huh? He couldn't have he couldn't have painkillers for he hasn't been able to have them for a little bit. Because he didn't needed to train. He didn't fill up with dogs. Yeah. So I think I mean this. This is why I think it's his most heroic performance yet. Because he's doing this with a hurt foot, no painkillers. He's choking out people in Darth Vader mass. I mean, he's getting lifted up on an amazingly high lift uh, above. Basically, I mean, he was basically the Empire State Building that day. He's so he's so patriotic. They they should have put a Joey Chestnut flag up on uh you know like on on a near the bridge the over is it the hudson bay that's over there hudson river i think so they should have put a joey chestnut flag up there he's he is they should they should change it from coney island to chestnut island oh they have to be the move or they could call it jaws island because that's his nickname which is a pretty sweet eater nickname i don't know i knew a stripper once called jaws and that was (laughs) i I just always think of that um (laughs) uh joey chestnut I don't know if he's the hero America needs, but he is definitely the hero we deserve. And he's a great champion. 15 times the champion of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, which uh, we we obviously look forward to every single year. Um, again, the link to that video is in the description box. You, you want to see it. It's pretty fucking funny. Um, he, pretty, he jumps into action quickly. Like he gets yeah, bumped he and he's like, what's going on? And then he's like, I don't know if he's... <laughs> what I want to know is, is what went through his head this is a protester is interrupting the event and I need to stop him from disrupting the event. Or was it, I was on a roll and now I'm not going to hit this number. Fuck you, dude. I'm going to beat your ass. I like, mm-hmm. I wonder which of them, it, it doesn't matter. It's result was the same, but uh, I am curious what was in, what was in. Oh yeah. I'm, lo- I'm looking at this like high res photo screenshot and it's like, he literally is like chipmunk mouth full of dogs. <laughs> Just arm a big meaty arm around this guy's neck yeah he's actually super in jail like he works out a shitload um, oh my god I, yeah i just love he had a bunch of shit in his mouth and he had like wet buns in his hand as he <laughs> yeah. <this> guy <laughs> i'm surprised and again obviously he's you know he's competing he, he got messed up and flow was off i'm surprised he didn't dip two dogs and try shoving them down <laughs> the guy's throat oh that would be incredible <laughs> Do you think that, do you think it crossed the guy's mind at all? He probably thought he might get tackled or or you know grabbed by cops. Do you think it ever crossed his mind that Joey Chestnut might throw him to the ground? Probably. Not, right? <laughs> or or a man with a barbershop quartet hat. Tackled him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. God, I don't know if I would say Joey Chestnut is my hero, but I do want to be like him in that I want to have a handful of some wet buns. That is the American dream. <laughs> oh um, man, I I mean I fucking at this point he's a fu- he's he's a Fourth of July like legend. He's like a he's like a myth. He's like, he's like one of those things where like he's the sa- he's the Santa Claus of Christmas yeah. or uh, summer Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, he's the Santa Claus of Fourth of July because he brings me so much happiness and joy every time I see him <laughs> mow down some moist buns. Oh man, that is just uh, <laughs> oh, that's nasty. You're getting you're getting carried away there. No. Um, there's just never he's he's a dominant athlete. There'll be no one like him, before, since, or after. What if? And then we gotta move on from Joey Chestnut. What if this Darth Vader character, like the person who dressed up as Darth Vader, 
what if that is the guy who maybe he gets, maybe he, maybe, <gasps> maybe this seeds some sort of hatred for Joey Chestnut and he goes back and he trains and trains and trains and this guy eventually returns and, uh, and is, is the person who beats him. Like maybe, I will... maybe Joey Chestnut just created his own conqueror. I, I will, it's an origin story. That's his Joker moment, basically. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to take down this American hero. And years later, you find out that it's it's the Darth Vader. It's the biggest twist since uh, that. Um, Darth Vader. I was going to say, go one, go one further. The mask is taken off. It's revealed it's Kobayashi. Oh, no! Yeah. No! Oh, my gosh. We got to know now. We got to know the identity of this man. That's going to be the leading, like, I, I'm not even going to call it a theory or a conspiracy <laughs> or a speculation. That, in my head, is the truth. That's what happened. Kobayashi mm-hmm. interrupted the hot dog eating contest wearing, tell me this isn't <laughs> the stupidest sentence you've ever heard. <laughs> Kobayashi interrupted the hot dog eating contest while wearing a Darth Vader mask and got choked out by Joey Chestnut while Joey Chestnut was eating somewhere around his 40th hot dog. <laughs> and there were hundreds of people watching and cheering for him. Because that's how we celebrate the Fourth of July in America. Hell yeah! I, uh, I've never felt like more of a patriot, man. Hell He's yeah! A hero. I, I, I want to. Here's another guy. I, I suspect we will be calling a hero, um, but I want to get your guys' opinion on this. There was a story out of I can't remember where exactly, but it's somewhere in South America. Let me pull the story so I can get the numbers right here. There it was a man in Chile who became my hero last week. Um, and you may have heard this story. I don't know if you two have, but folks at home maybe have. <laughs> so this guy, he, who is unnamed uh, in Chile, he worked in like a meatpacking facility making cold cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he typically gets like an every other week paycheck of about $555. So modest income. I don't know what cost of living is in Chile, but yeah, an everyman, a blue collar guy. Well, when he got his paycheck on May 30th, um, instead of being for $555, it was for, <laughs> it was for uh, $183,593. What? So that is roughly like 300 times his salary, I think <laughs> is something like that. It was, it's about like the gap between what he makes and what he received that day is roughly the gap between the average American employee and the average American CEO. We're talking about a mega payday for this dude. Obviously this happens, right? There's mistakes that get made. He reported it to his manager. Um, They went to HR and they said, okay, everything's fine. Um, Just go to the bank, return the money. We'll figure out what happened. And he said, uh, all right, bet, like, you know, uh, I'll, I'll go to the bank tomorrow. I'll come back with all the money. And uh, <laughs> he goes to the bank the next day, gets all the money out. And then Kaiser Soze, without a trace, has disappeared from the face of the earth. No this, way. This man is in the wind with all that money from his company. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would do it too. Yeah. He even took, and this is the thing, because... It, yeah, it's one thing to just like fuck off, right? But this is this is the level of thought this guy obviously put into it. Or he made some calls that night or had a dream or prayed or whatever. Um, he had the wherewithal to contact a lawyer. And so a few day, three days after um, he was supposed to have returned the money, 
the company received a message from a lawyer representing this man tendering his resignation. (laughs) 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 And I like to think it was just a photo of him flipping him off. But since then, no one has, no one at the company at least has heard from this guy at all. Um, they're, they're going to, uh, the company's going to try to charge him with misappropriation of funds, which it, don't get any ideas out there. Listeners, if this happens, like you'll go to jail for this for sure, unless you effectively disappear. But, um, so far he's, he, you know, he's not been arrested. It says, uh, while a windfall like that, this is from for or fortune magazine, while a windfall like that would be huge in any country, it's especially notable in Chile where the average worker takes home roughly $1,000 per month. So he got, if he, and he was making roughly that. A hundred so months of money. per month. That's 165 months worth of money. Oh my god! That's somewhere around 14 years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So. D- does he show up in 14 years and keep working? <laughs> I think he doesn't show up ever again. I don't know what kind of life and family and friends this guy has, but if I took my annual salary and multiplied it, times 14 years let's just say if the podcast ever stops suddenly <laughs> with mm-hmm. no explanation maybe that's what happened like uh i i think i would dip let me ask you guys this um for your salary times 14 years would you attempt to get away with it is is that is that enough is there a number where you would try to get away with it like cut ties and fuck off and try to try to get away or would I you mean, boy scout it no matter what the number was for 14 years, man, that's a long time. I guess the biggest thing is it's like, because th- did th- this guy have like 24 hours to do this, essentially? I don't know how long they waited before they thought, this dude ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, he they the expectation was they were going to separate on one day and he'd be back the next day with the money. Uh, we know that he the next day took the money out but he skipped the step of coming back to the company i'm 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 doing it but the thing is i i think the biggest thing is like completely disappearing yeah that's the yeah. problem i think of it all it's either that or if he well he went to a lawyer and they're not releasing his name which is probably smart but i'm wondering if the lawyer has him thinking there's a world where he doesn't end up getting, you know, fined or arrested or have to pay it back. Like, if he if he is in communication with a lawyer and no one else, that's probably at the lawyer's advice. So the lawyer must think he has a case for keeping the money. And mm-hmm. I think if if that were the case, I would definitely try to keep it. Um, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, th- that's probably where I draw the line is like, like not be in touch with my parents or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, the company I work for would definitely try to get in touch with my parents to try to find my house. So that would be, I don't think I would last long. It'd be tough in America to do this, to disappear. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was thinking is like America would be tough, but if you were anywhere else and then came to America, I think you'd get away with it. Yeah, and I don't know what the extradition laws are for Chile, but that's what I would, I would just immediately get to the next most comfortable country that doesn't have extradition laws and uh, go sit on the beach for a while. <laughs> like, yep. But, you know, while, while the lawyer sorts it out, there's a lot you could do. Uh, if that man is somehow listening to this, first of all, hola. <laughs> uh-huh. If you find your way to America, sir, I am a 
financial planner who would work for you for free and <laughs> in complete secrecy. Just because I want to I want to meet you and I think you could probably use some advice right now. So if you're out there, sir, from Chile, call me. Uh, and if you're anyone besides that man, I didn't just say that. <laughs> man, I hope, I hope you get like a call in like two and a half weeks. And oh, it's this man. It would be like his lawyer. Like, yeah, remember I was, yeah. I was talking to you guys last week about that show, The Valet, um, where the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the lawyer said, you got to pretend to be this guy's date or whatever. Like if the lawyer calls me and is like, hey, we need someone to marry this guy. Um, <laughs> and you offered to help. Uh, I probably wouldn't marry him. That's not so much money that I would marry the guy. But uh, I'd help him out with his financial plan. Um, <laughs> it seems easy enough. So uh, another American hero. Uh, and I wish I could tell you this man's name, but... It has not been reported quite yet. Okay, so from Coney Island, New York, to uh, Chile, to a Chilean meatpacking facility, uh, to Austin, Texas, where, Jared, uh, you you spent some time hanging with your sis, Jill, friend of the show, uh, and Anchor Wanker. Always a good time down in Austin. Uh, What kind of stuff did you get into? I imagine you ate some food. Yes, obviously. I mean, food is basically, I've realized my vacations are based around food at this point. Um, I have been, side note, watching a lot more uh, travel food shows. So like my next vacation, I'm just, I'm, I'm Joey Chestnut in my way through cities, basically, is what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, also, this is this this podcast <laughs> is all over the world. I love it. I love it. I, um, I've been nutting my way through cities for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, I'm coming. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, went down to Austin, Texas, kind of a little uh, weekend getaway vacation, uh, get away from everything, see uh, Jill, friend of the show and whatnot. I typically, you know, go to a couple different places. Obviously, I always want to get barbecue, and we went to one of the old reliables, got a bunch of pork ribs, some brisket. Mm, it was very tasty. Ooh, we ooh, went ooh. on... Yeah, ooh, 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 barbecue thoth. Ooh, give me some of my barbecue thoth. Um... <laughs> But we went out, um, one of the things I always like doing, you know, warm weather, I want to go out kayaking, and it's kind of a canal or channel down there, if you will, um, and you can kind of stand at a certain point, and that's like Party Cove. So it is like 90, no, it was 103 that day, very hot, so we went out there, hundreds of boats, hundreds of paddle bo- or uh, paddle boards, uh, kayaks, uh people having their dogs on their paddle boards and stuff but we get out there and i'm like what's going on oh my gosh like some some people just like brought out like a floating platform like essentially a barge like they're gonna start playing music for us we realized that there's like this local event that they must do like monthly or something during the summer they had seven different local acts like bands rapper acoustic guitars and stuff come out on like ferried out to this 15 by 15 foot piece of plywood that's floating essentially <laughs> and played music for us it was awesome that's um, awesome so basically we're outside just drinking and then again like every 30 minutes it felt like there was a there was kind of a different uh like musical act and people were just you know community just throwing footballs back and forth where it's like i don't know who you are but i'm throwing the football to you um you kind of you know it. how like a beach yeah i'm gonna catch it um like a like a beach ball at uh you know a music festival or whatever i don't know are you guys fans of sushi by the way <laughs> uh yeah i am i i, I really enjoy sushi uh yeah. seth what are you 
I've maybe only had it once or twice. Uh, yeah, you'll dabble my, maybe. It's not my favorite thing. I okay. wouldn't choose okay. it. But gotcha. Um, this is, I guess, a weird transition now that my brain's thinking about it. But uh, back to food. Uh, there's a conveyor belt sushi place we went to, and I, I don't think I will ever be able to eat sushi in a different way. I mean, I'm just sitting there. Little tiny plates are going by. If I see something that grabs my eye, I'm just like, Ba-doop! I pop it up, grab the plate off. <laughs> eat it mm, so good yum 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 um but then even on top of that they they arcaded they they video game this whole experience because not only are you seeing like it's overcooked it's the game overcooked you're seeing all these little trays come around you're like oh i want that i want that I want that not only that but we ordered our drinks and some spicy mayo you know on this little like tablet or whatever a robot essentially roomba delivered it and said Here's your drinks. Enjoy. And we take our drinks off of this little robot and then our spicy mayo. And then the screen kind of like it smiles at us and then slowly drives away. So I was like, okay, the future is now, friends. Dude, um, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, basically it was that. <laughs> I was like, do I tip you? I don't know what's happening here. Uh, that is incredible. There, there's a bar now in Cedar Rapids, a restaurant. Uh Yes, it's more of a restaurant. There's a restaurant in Cedar yeah. Rapids that has one now. Like a, they like bring, just a drink one. Bring out everything: your food, drink, all that. Oh, uh, dude, I I got it. I love it. I love it. It's so cool. I would just want it to say from. Uh, I want it to be, just have the voice from the robot from Rocky Four. And just yes. Go, Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> you go there and say it's your birthday and say your name's Polly, and yeah. then they have to they have to do it. Happy um, birthday, Polly. So that was. That was something cool. I mean, I, I talked about the uh, robot in Hy-Vee a couple weeks ago, I believe, and now this uh, serpent robot. So it's insane. The robots, they're doing they're doing great work out there, folks. It's funny because <laughs> like all these all all these years, people have said that like you know robots are going to take all of our jobs and stuff, and then no one wanted the jobs that robots would take over anymore, <laughs> and so people are like, yeah, okay, robots, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's the it's a slow uh it's a slow stride towards uh, total domination. Yeah. Dude, if total domination starts with bringing people drinks, then uh yeah, we should be pretty concerned. The Oh yeah. I I I probably have said this to you before, Seth. The best reason I can give you to continue to try sushi and acquire a taste for it is the conveyor belt sushi Robots. restaurant. Oh. <laughs> He is not overstating it when he says it is the best way to eat food. Um, it is like food just continues to come to you until you're, you stop eating it. And then it continues to go past you. So like you can definitely like do the lunch thing and just get a couple plates or whatever. But if you're trying to really tie it on, it is a never ending source of food coming by that is always fresh because they just put it on there and it comes right out. It is, is always it fresh. One piece? You get to see it before you grab it typically about a one one piece or like a short roll on one plate so you take it off okay. mm-hmm. and when you're done you have a stack of plates and they just you pay based on how many plates you have in your stack yep and get this i don't know if you've ever been to one where you do this you basically put them into like this arcade machine like tokens oh my and then God. you <laughs> win prizes for every five plates you could win a prize but unfortunately our prize machine didn't work but it would play like a little bit of an art like a video game mach- like every five there'd be a little like cut scene if you will like a 30 second cut scene of this character making his way through like sushi land or whatever and i was like we need more tokens jill 
<laughs> Dude, this is... Keep the name of this place. Whenever we all together get down to Austin, we're going to go try to win that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. I will get sit the high there all fucking day and eat sushi. And I don't eat a lot, but I can eat quite a bit of sushi. So um, I think between the four of us, we could we could maybe beat that game if it's, if it's narrative. I want to know what the storyline is for that young gentleman. And I think that would uh, encourage us to continue eating if we had like a cliffhanger scene and we needed to get more. Brilliant idea, by the way, gamifying the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That was really smart. Sounds like the kind of thing that's only in Austin, but will be everywhere soon. Oh, it should be. I think that that's the only way to, again, like I said, the only way to eat sushi. Because I like I like to try a little bit of everything when I get sushi. And it's kind of tough when you're paying, you know, $14 for a roll. And you're like, I really only wanted two pieces of this one. Mm-hmm. But the last thing I did in Austin, I experienced... We love movies on this podcast. We love going to the theaters. I truly experienced the best movie experience of my life. Jill and I went to see Top Gun Maverick. Mind you, we'd already seen this movie. (laughs) That would have been even crazier. In a 4DX movie theater. Oh, shit. And this was the craziest thing I've ever done. The perfect, honestly, I think this might have been the perfect movie to do this experience in and i think we've maybe talked about four dx theaters on this uh time or two but basically like the seats kind of move there's like air pistons and whatnot that make it you know certain sound effects and kind of uh motion or not motion but like tension on you and stuff there was smoke there was mist that i don't think it was working the whole time i had heard that there was supposed to be snow unfortunately there was no snow but there was strobe lights there's flashing stuff like in Top Gun Maverick, you know, right when they hook on to like that front wheel and it's like, and like yeah. the seats oh, yeah. kind of raised up a little bit, leaned back a little bit, like you're in the cockpit and it just boom, like it somehow it feels like you're on a roller coaster, but you're not. Every time Dude. the jets turn in, your seats are turning. It was so, Jill and I were laughing the whole movie because we were having, like, I would, that might have been the last time, not the last time, but one of the, First times in a long time of just pure joy. <laughs> it was it was so I was smiley, I was giddy. And the thing is, we had seen this movie already, which I think was honestly better because it's like we didn't necessarily have to pay attention too much. Uh-uh. It's a pretty straightforward movie the way it is, but like yeah. you know those scenes where it's so much tension and Tom Cruise is doing these crazy things. You're like with him along for this ride. That's awesome. Dude. I thought I did. We talked about 4DX on the show because I saw Spider-Man No Way Home in that format. Mm -hmm. And I left that thinking Spider-Man was the perfect movie. But yeah, I have to agree with you. Even sight unseen on the Top Gun thing. It seems uniquely built for that. That seems so perfect. And just the way you describe like coming off of the fucking aircraft carrier and like because that's what's so cool about watching, especially Tom Cruise in those is like you see him come off the aircraft carrier and you see his head like react to, to yep. leaving the, the ship. There's like that douche from when he mm-hmm. takes off into the air. And that's what makes it look so realistic. 
And so if you're also reacting a little bit in that way and feeling like you're in there, oh my God, I'm not surprised at all. I don't doubt for a second that this was a fucking amazing time. It was so, so, it was so cool. And then like, you know, like in the movie, they're, they're using the machine guns and it's like, they had air, like I said, those air pistons, they were on our back by our ears, by our legs. So it felt like bullets were whizzing by us the whole time. Like, it was so much fun. Dude, you should have taken, uh, a couple like PC joysticks with you and just set them on the armrest <laughs> and held on to just, them. Just <laughs> stick them down there and just be like, let's do this. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh man. That's amazing. Yeah. The 4DX thing, you got to check out the 4DX shit. If you have, if you're in a place that has it, fucking find a good movie for it and go. That's mm-hmm. a must. We yeah, got to get you to one try of them. It. So. Yeah. Because there's one in a couple hours away, I think. Jared, it's closer to you, right? Yeah, I was going to say, we, we should explore the next time you're here, and then hopefully there's a good movie that we can try it out in, because I don't think any Marcel and every the movie show, would show be Yeah, on. Marcel the Shell would be a great one. No, yeah. I think like Spider-Man, like Cody was saying, Top Gun, maybe a Fast and Furious movie I think would be good. Um, I, Fast I and Furious would be great, because you could just get shit-faced beforehand, because yeah. you don't give a yeah. plot. Like when, because it, it does all these things, right? Shakes and, and spits at you and all that stuff. Um, does mm-hmm. it also bring your family back? If you see Fast and Furious there. <laughs> I think that one, they have a little uh, asterisk on the bottom. It says, does not bring family. <laughs> is there speakers in the headrest and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's another thing is, like, it, there's a different kind of sound as well. And also, uh, shit, I forgot about this, but, like, when the jets would take off, there's big fans on the sides that feel like it, there's wind coming at you. Um, oh, so I guess if anyone's listening and you're going to go, maybe bring a sweatshirt just in case because it was a little chilly, but also, like, it was so much fun. Wait, so do you mean like when they, like in the scene early in the movie where he takes off and it blows that building apart, you're yeah. getting wind as though you were standing there or yep. you're getting yep. wind as though you're in the plane? Uh, You're getting, I think they bumped it up a little bit where actually, no, okay. When you're in the plane, you feel like the air's coming at you. But then that scene where it's just, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know who that old uh, Ron. Uh, Ed Harris? Yeah, Ron, there we go. Thank you. Ron Funches. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Ron Funches. <laughs> but they, I think they, they maneuvered it where it was like a big gush of wind over top of you when, when uh, that, that one moment happened. Yeah, that happened. was sweet. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. By the way, fun fact on that, they did not intend to wreck that building in that shot. Yep. It was the first take they did, and they had built that that shed that was a built set, and on the first take, that actually happened. It blew the shed apart, and they were like, all right, fuck it. I guess that's the shot. <laughs> I guess we're done for the day. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Man, that is epic. That is a fucking, that is good times in Austin, Texas. We got uh, sushi trains. We got uh, 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 music on water. Barge bands. Barge band, uh, and we got the 4DX. That is, uh, that's, that's pretty good advertisement for Austin. I, I will say that much. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, it was a fun trip. <laughs> well, like I said, we have a bunch we want to talk about today. We're not going to get quite to all of it, though. Um, so we're going to wrap up our bathroom reading there. Sitting on the toilet. Yeah, flush. For now, though, we got to start getting this show wrapped up. But before we go, you know, we got to do one more thing. Uh, one of the, <laughs> okay, yeah. one of the other stories I want to share a little bit about, uh, Jared, you might know about this because of, it's related to TikTok. 
the whole Minions story going on recently. <laughs> so Minions came out, The Rise of Gru, last weekend. And I didn't know about this until it already started happening. But apparently a big t- TikTok trend was to get a bunch of your boys to get like adult men together or like teen, teen boys up through adult men, get a bunch of the boys together, put on like nice suits. And then like, while behaving as very nice gentlemen, go to see the Minions movie, like, and treat it as though it's like high society type thing. I don't know where it came from, but this meme went insane. Like Mm -hmm. entire theater chains had to ban people from coming in suits because certain groups of guys in suits were like being disruptive and stuff. And they were just carrying, getting carried away. So some theaters banned showing up in groups in suits. Um, there's, <laughs> I, there's a couple stories and videos. So this move, the Minions movie set the all time record for opening, uh, on 4th of July weekend. No movie ever has made more than Minions just fucking made. And, <laughs> and to hear it from certain sources, apparently part of that credit belongs with this meme. So like move over GameStop. Uh, we have Minions in suits which means we're definitely getting two more Minions movies. Oh, um, yeah. You know, uh, and maybe it'll be like Secret Agent Minion and they'll put him in suits or something. Like, this is not going to go away. So we'll see what happens the second weekend. But uh, that was just one of those what-the-fuck internet uh, stories that uh, every time you think you know the internet, it, it comes up with something so perfectly random and surprising that uh, you got to say it on a podcast. Yeah, it's so weird because i'm pretty sure i i mean i didn't know about it until i think like yesterday or the day before but like you know there's there's drastic different or uh, sides of this of you know the hey let's do this up let's high society let's enjoy the minions and then excuse me there was the people that were disruptive where they were bringing in bananas because you know the minions love bananas undoing them and then throwing them at the screen and were ruining screens there's a lot of movies where people uh had like uh, managers coming in and like, hey, this is a like announcing basically like if you're doing anything, you're gonna be kicked out, and it, it's crazy where you know you had the respectful people, but then with everything, it gets uh, it gets a little out of hand. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with people? Yeah, I know. I just, I mean, I I understand the fun part of dressing up, but when people are essentially ruining it for yeah. everyone, like laughing and throwing shit and whatnot, it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. And the throwing stuff. That's like, you know, you go to showings of the room or the Rocky Horror. There, there's a world where that sort of stuff happens. It's not opening weekend. <laughs> like, right. Give it and a little not... time and then have the fun games and don't hit mm-hmm. shit with hit the screen with shit. Like yeah, they put with, some with... baskets or like some uh, lined the floor up front and you were throwing bananas up there. That could be harmless and could be catch on. But yeah, don't get carried away, suit bros. Yeah, especially if you know raw bananas. Like that's gonna leave marks on the <laughs> yeah. <fucking> screen. <laughs> My one more thing, just a quick thing. Uh, I think literally a year and a half ago, I talked about this where uh, for Christmas, I got a, a sought after gift of uh, a green, jungle green N64 uh, from my childhood, everything. Just because of my life, uh, it was still in the box until yesterday. Oh, Finally, yeah. dust that some beach off. Hooked it up in my room because I was like, ah, oh, my desk has too much stuff. Put that in my room, got out a couple games. 
I was like, please work, please work, please work. Boom, worked without a hitch. I played a couple rounds of Smash Bros, a couple rounds of uh, Mario Kart. Uh, it was it was nostalgia. So it's one of those things that I got that set up in my room now where, you know, maybe before bed, I'll just play a couple rounds of something. Oh, I'll yeah. feel like a child. You know what? I'll wake up super early on Saturdays, maybe go make myself a bowl of cereal and just play video games in my room. Boom. Dude, there you go. Yeah. Amazing. There you mm-hmm. go. You heard it here, folks. You're never seeing Jerry Buckendall again. Nope. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of nostalgia, got a couple shots of nostalgia today uh, that I was really happy about. Uh, the first one, we finally got a release date for Thor, uh, Thor for God of War, <laughs> Ragnarok. Uh, the other Ragnarok mm. that's coming out this year. Well, I guess not Ragnarok. That's Love of Thunder. Love Boy. Of Thunder, whatever. Um, but anyway, essentially Ragnarok 2. Uh God of War Ragnarok comes out November 9th this year. So pretty pumped about that. PS4 and PS5. Uh, that just puts a... I, I have a, what, three, four months? Four months to beat uh, Horizon now, so hopefully I can get that done by then. Uh, that's been out since, like, May. <laughs> um, you have plenty of games to beat. Yeah. don't I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> the other thing, though, and the thing that I got most excited about is... Uh, today was the release, so for this will date the podcast, but July 6th was the release of the trailer for Clerks 3, which also coincided with the uh, announce of the tour that he's doing and the screenings. Uh, kind of like, So like Jay and Silent Bob reboot, it was only ever in the theaters for two nights um, and for the, like a Fathom Events thing. And same thing's happening here uh, with Clerks 3. Uh, it's in the theaters September 13th and... 15th i believe so it's a tuesday and thursday bet your ass i already got the the ticket for the 15th um clerks and clerks 2 were like two of the movies that got me into movies and podcasts and all that shit so this is i i can't wait to see this movie um very very excited a lot sooner than i anticipated too because uh, like jane silent bob reboot they that they announced it and it didn't come out for like months like like three or four months i think so this I'm very, very pumped about. Uh, cannot wait for Clerks 3. And I, the trailer was good. I liked it. I like the direction they're going with it. A lot of cameos and all kinds of stuff. So cannot wait for Clerks 3. Uh, we don't have to say goodbye to IP anymore, which is kind of a cool world to live in. Uh, so God of War. I guess maybe I should start playing God of War and maybe catch up before Ragnarok. God of War. Uh, but we got that and Clerks 3 coming Boy. out this fall. Uh, Jared's going to be too busy playing Nintendo for God of War, I think. Um, and I guess we're all going to have to go see this Minions movie, see what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for one more thing. And that's going to be it for this week's episode. Again, don't forget to check out the website, sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Keep an eye out on all the social media profiles, uh, the mailing list. Uh, you can go to the Anchor Wanker page uh, if you want to contribute to the show. Keep an eye out for a live show date announcement, uh, which will be coming very soon. And yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, for Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael. See you next time. Bye.